0: Welcome to the Roma Press podcast with John Solano and Andy Mattioli. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Roma Press podcast, which is sponsored today by MyBookie. You can go to mybookie.com and use the promo code ROMAPRESS, and MyBookie will match your first deposit dollar for dollar all the way up to $1,000. And with football starting back up this weekend in La Liga, where we have Granada hosting Athletic Bilbao on Friday, now is the perfect time to get started at mybookie.com. Again, promo code ROMAPRESS, and you can find everything there, not just football. They also have the NBA playoffs going on as well. So again, if you like to bet on sports, Go to mybookie.com and use promo code ROMAPRESS and mybookie will match your first deposit. I also want to give a mention to our new latest patrons over at Patreon, Andrew George, who you can find on Twitter at underscore Skilashi. That's at underscore S-C-H-I-L-L-A-C-I. And John Rolls, who you can find on Twitter at J-O-H-N-R-O-W-L-E-S-9. Thank you both for your support. Again, we greatly appreciate it. Without our wonderful patrons, none of this is possible, and Andy and I wouldn't be able to do what we do. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, Let me bring on Andy now. Uh, Obviously, the point of discussion today is obviously a bit somber with the news that Niccolo Zaniolo has torn his ACL. So since we were told that, he has delayed his surgery. By a few days, uh, he is taking time to reflect because he has some apprehension, it seems like, to have another surgery at Via Stewart. So let me bring on Andy now as he and I discuss Niccolò Zagnolo and the impact that will have on the upcoming season. Hello, everyone. Andy is with me now. So... Andy, I'm going to do my best to keep the mood somewhat somewhat positive, even though this seems like... Are we like... still doing this? <laughs> okay. So, when something like this happens, I think you get hyperbole one way, and then the opposite way of that. So, I think on both ends, I think we're seeing a lot of hyperbole with this injury to Zaniolo, obviously devastating from an individual level, I'm devastated for him because to be that age and to do to do both your ACLs, even if you're not an athlete tearing your ACL isn't fun so I can only imagine uh, if your job is a sportman uh, I just can't imagine how much more difficult it is. I see some people saying oh his career's finished oh you know he, he's done for he's going to be the next throatman. I see other people saying, oh, he'll be fine. Look at how he bounced back. You know, it's, it's, uh, he's still young. He'll be okay. Uh, look at, you know, look at Carlo Ancelotti. He he recovered fine. He, He turned into a world class player. Again, with all things, I think the truth is probably somewhere in the middle. I'm not going to say here, sit here and say his career is over. I'm not going to sit here and say he's going to return exactly how he was. But from a, There's two ways to look at this. There's sort of like the macro level. Does this mean Roma's season is essentially finished before it's even started? Uh, We can get into that. But first, let's just get into, from an individual standpoint, for poor Niccolò Zaniolo. We're not going to make predictions, obviously, because we just don't know. And we could end up looking like imbeciles one way or the other. However, just from your standpoint, how do you think... This impacts him because I think before everything else, with these ACLs, I think the thing you have to consider is what sort of player is this happening to? We saw what happened with Strootman, right? Very explosive player, a guy who relied heavily on his, uh, what would you call his engine, right? Up and down the pitch. With Zaniolo, this is a guy who is tall, he's big, he's built. Uh, if If you haven't seen him up close, you know, perhaps it's difficult to appreciate if you're just watching on the television, but this is a guy who is, he's tall, he's built, he is very, very explosive. He relies on that explosiveness. We all have seen the runs that he's had over the years, these last few years, that have made it onto YouTube and the clips on Twitter. So this is a guy that clearly relies on speed, power, explosiveness. So I think that's one way you have to look at it you can't compare him to somebody like Carlo Ancelotti. I think that's a ridiculous comparison, but just from the individual standpoint, Andy, for his career going forward, how frightened are you for him?
1: Well, to me, now everything uh, depends on his mentality going into this second injury, because the first one, he overcame that uh, with, with the great... Um, determination, and you know he he made you he made you aware that he was fully back when he was fully back, and 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 he he you know he it, it was meant to be he he completely um, took he responsi- took accountability took responsibility to get as as good as he was before and perhaps even better after that first injury, and now it, it all depends on. Um, on 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 him, what goes on in his in his head right now and throughout the recovery because this is a tough blow for anyone and you know when you're when you're that good at 20 years of age when you are have the potential to be world class there is without a doubt some of the a, a, a percentage I don't now. Now I don't know what percentage, but a percentage of that potential is shaved right off after two of 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 such injuries. Because uh, you you know no matter how great you are, um, and I see a lot of people saying, "Oh, maybe you know, look at Roberto Baggio and look at Ancelotti." But it, the the point is that as great as he could have been with these two injuries he's he can still be extremely an extremely talented and fantastic player for years to come but that full potential is not there anymore and and so that's what upsets me the most is that i just hate to see roma being deprived of such a, a world class talent for so long, because basically you're looking at, you know, if we're talking about a proper recovery, because now I see people argue, oh, perhaps the four or five months are not enough. Well, no shit. Um, somebody pointed out that Demiral was, you know, who got injured in the same game. It, it took him two more months to come back. Right. And, and so now we go back to the drawing board of what are the recovery time? What, what's the preferable recovery time for an optimum recovery. And, and I don't know. There are no answers. But right now we're looking at a possible return um, and March, uh, April, maybe at all. Maybe that's, you know, maybe the safest option is to go a full season without Zanon. And that, that's what crushes me is that because in a Roma that is really not that special of a team. And there are talents, yes, but Zaniolo is is the reason people tuned in. Is uh, the reason this team worked in in, in some pretty important games. It, it, it's it's the reason Roma is also. Uh, he's one of the reasons why Roma is an appealing club. He he is recognized as a big time talent, and and so to see him go down like this. There is going to be, you know, I'm I'm upset. I'm upset because I know that no matter what he does, and I wish him the best possible recovery, and I want to see him play and win everything that there is to be played for and, and won. Um, but I know that the player that we were initially set to see uh, is not going to be there anymore. Yeah, the second oh, a
0: second ACL is always tricky. Now, I'm not going to pretend that I'm a medical professional and say, oh, well, may- maybe it's better he didn't re-aggravate the other one. Um, I think the thing we underestimate with these sorts of injuries is there is a very large mental component and a mental hurdle that one must overcome. And I think that, above all, will be the most important one because, you know, physically, ACLs are so common now. I mean, they're, they're just – I mean, they happen all the time now. Everyday people, sportsmen, non-sportsmen, they're just so common now that the physical part of it isn't really um, the the biggest hurdle to overcome. You're going to overcome that. It's the mental portion. I am very eager to see what this means for him. Um, and, and kind of like what you just said, my heart just breaks for him because – my gosh, you come back very, very strong from the first injury, Um, you know, post-lockdown. You know, there weren't many who stood out for Roma. He was certainly one of them, though. And again, I guess now we can sort of go into the the team aspect of it, the season aspect of it. I mean, does this effectively end Roma's season before it even starts? For me, I, I think that
1: was... A bit of hyperbole, in my opinion. I, I don't agree. I was one business. of the people. No, I'm one of the people that that went into that mentality. But so you
0: th- so you do think it's
1: a no, I don't. I mean, I, you know, it's no. But as you just said, it's an initial reaction. But I sure as hell course, would love to. I would love to see tanking in the. I would love to see <laughs> tanking be a thing, man. I really, it, you know, it's why don't we go for it? Like one of those years, like your calves or, you know, Philadelphia for so many years, they tanked, and it was, you know, I, I'm not saying that that Roma should do that long-term, but it would be nice to see a year where Roma can afford to be shit, because we really can't afford to be shit. But it just, you know, going into a new season without Zaniolo is, um, is disappointing, and you know that you're not gonna see uh, that guy play and make the big time plays, which we know he's known for. Um, he's just fun. Remember when he came back for that for that game against Brescia, and we were winning. But when he came on, that game became fun. Exactly. The same thing for that meaningless game against Spal, where we crushed them. But he comes on, and he he scores that, and that whole game. Uh, assumes a new meaning uh and think about before um roma face porto who scores zagnolo a brace right that's th- th- he's that kind of player that you 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 think of games in terms of what zagnolo did in those games it's you know it's something that we haven't seen uh, since you know the, the the likes of totti and i don't mean to make that comparison i'm just saying it's you. You feel it in the air, right? When he plays, there is something different in this team. The it's, mood
0: absolutely changes, right? One hundred percent, exactly. You sense so, it.
1: It is. It's. It's like that. So now to see, to to know, and you 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 know that Fonseca feels this loss immensely because there is just a lot of a lot of a lot of things at stake here, and. Zaniolo is a huge component to your team going forward. Yes, and he is one of those people who,
0: one of the rare ones that that is at Roma currently, that with one action, just one, he can change uh, the entire complexion of a match. He can change the outlook of a match. He can change the result of a match. He can win you points individually. With the ball at his feet and a single action, I don't think there's anybody else uh, in the attack, maybe other than Jako, who has that sort of ability where, on his own, he can win you a match. He, you know, if you're struggling, he can sort of be that guy that uh, puts everybody else on his back and says, "Okay, you know what? I'll do it today." Then, you know, I don't think anybody else at Roma is capable of that. So. I think it's a huge blow. I think it is a huge blow. Now, I guess to make it more positive, uh, in terms of replacement, I think you could do a lot worse than Carlos Perez, right? I think this is a guy who showed flashes last season. This is somebody who has not been a consistent first-choice player, and I highly doubt Roma are going to go out and purchase a replacement. So this... It's his opportunity. You have him. You have Pedro. So I think this is a big, big chance for him. Obviously, two very different players. Two vastly different players in their games, their attributes. But this is a chance for him. So obviously, we're all devastated for Zaniolo. Without question, you know, top two or three best players at Roma at the moment. Uh, One of the top youngsters in the entire world. So it's a huge blow, huge, huge blow. Um, but as far as replacements go, Andy, Pedro, Perez. I guess if you want to throw Pedalti in there too, is that I really don't. You know, does that you know? Is that enough? Is that I, I get right now because yeah. it's so fresh. Mm. Um, it, this is less than twenty-four hours old. That it's still we're still. We feel very shell-shocked from this, and even I'm still trying to process it. Um, it's very, 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 very unlucky. I, yeah, I
1: couldn't sleep tonight. It, it sounds pathetic. <laughs> we can't no, I because...
0: you No, know, it's not pathetic. We could discuss for half an hour why we're even having this meaningless competition. Everyone's saying, well, it's a FIFA-designated—because— uh, FIFA has these designated dates throughout the calendar, regardless of what is happening. Where they have international play in a you know global pandemic, I don't know why that's not readjusted or completely scrapped to begin with. Why we're having the Nations League competition uh, just a few weeks after the season ends and a couple of weeks before the new season <laughs> begins? I have yet to hear any logical explanation behind this, but that's a whole other you know asking FIFA, UEFA to use reason and logic. Is a tall order. So that notwithstanding, I, I, I don't even want to get into that. But it feels like, you know, like it, I, it
1: would have happened anyway. Yeah, right? regardless, it's just, you know, kind thing. of a luck. Yeah, yeah.
0: When I first tweeted out the news, I got a lot of abuse for it just because he had not taken an MRI yet. I knew it was bad because his agent, uh, Claudio Vigorelli, who has been dead silent essentially all summer. He also represents Davide Santon at Roma. But he's been, you know, he hasn't been talking to anybody all summer, regardless of which newspaper or website you write for. Uh, I knew it was trouble when he responded right away. I And he basically confirmed, yeah, we we're, we're 99. That's what he that's what he said to to all of us. Uh, don't know if he, you know, I told him it was off the record, but now that he was quoted in other websites, he said they're 99% sure at the time that it was a torn ACL. And it was just because the level of swelling that he had almost immediately was completely overwhelming. This is, um, it, it's really hard to to find the right words because I saw somebody tweet out, Andy, the number of ACL injuries that Roma has had over the last five to six seasons and it's just depressing and it makes no sense. But the thing is, you know, we want somebody to blame, but we don't have anybody because this didn't happen at Trigoria. This didn't happen at the training center. This didn't happen at the Olympic. This didn't, you know, um, and I see some people they want to have a go at, you know, Oh my God, how does the club allow this to continue? We have to change this. We have to change that. And you know, again, I, I get something has to change. I just don't know what it is. I don't know what the answer is. I don't know what you do. I don't know how you change this because at the training center, to Trigoria, they've changed the turf a number of times. They've gone through three or four different training staffs and medical staffs. So maybe this is just once in a lifetime, terrible luck. I don't know what it is. So it's it's very hard to explain. It's difficult to accept. I Again, from an individual level, I feel terrible for him. From a team level, I feel terrible for Fonseca. This guy feels like he has been dealt, you know, if we want to say Zaniolo has been hard done with terrible luck, how about Fonseca, man? I mean, this guy with injuries the last two years. Oh. Uh, and, this and poor and guy.
1: At, at, at the most important points, it's... Mm. Every time, every time the, the Roma either were performing or like like now, like you're getting ready for a new season, you want to have everybody ready. You want to have your best players available. Boom! It it hits him and and square in the face. But um, going back to your your question about the replacements, I I think that uh, this is like somebody, uh, one of my favorite accounts on Twitter, tweeted this out. This is a a chance, along with selling of Kolarov, this is a chance for Roma to, um, for at least this season, to play a different brand of football. And maybe, you know, a Kolarov is a player that has had the most touches for this team. You lose him, it means you lose something, right? It means you you will have to adapt to that. You will have to compensate for all those touches. Those touches will have to go elsewhere. And and Zaniolo, that's another blow for you in terms of possession, because this is a guy that can do wonders with the ball at his feet. Um, and this is a chance for uh, Fonseca and, for, and Roma as a whole to really be that underdog. And, you know, if there is a reason to watch this team this season is to see, you know, how against all odds under this new ownership, they can get through this season that it's, I think this is the, the interesting part and an interesting consequence of this unfortunate uh, uh, event that took place yesterday. Um, And, but, you know, again, it's Fonseca has been dealt a rough hand and, and, and it's, it's going to, it's going to require a lot of changing, a lot of adapting, a, a lot of motivation for these players to, you know, not feel lost. Oh, because they lost Kolarov, you know, the veteran, or oh, because they lost Zagnolo. I mean, the star player, the the young guy who set an example for everybody with his work ethic. Um, it's this is this is where it it get it gets interesting, and sometimes you know, uh, feel good stories come out of seasons like this one, perhaps.
0: So I completely agree. I, I think. I think this is at least a chance for Roma to show a bit of character to a degree at which we probably haven't seen in quite some time at a consistent level. Because I'd say that is something we always criticize Roma for. They always sort of melt under these important opportunities, these critical opportunities. When they need to rise up and show a bit of character and maturity, they just fail to do so. So I think, yeah, again, this is at least a chance to show something here. Um. So, is the season lost
1: then? Like, are are you saying this is it? <laughs> no, of course not. And 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 you know, I I'm probably one of the, the 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 people that loves to go for the hyperbole. But but right now, I think it's it it's very realistic to still compete for the objectives that you were uh, supposed to compete for with Zagnolo. Um, because you know we've seen that last season. There were long stretches where you know you you lost players that really made that team work better than it should have, like like uh, Diawara, um, who you know for a long stretch of time he was our best midfielder and one of our best players, and he goes down and and Zaniolo goes down and and it it, it was just blow and a blow after another blow and and. I think this is still a very competent team. It just lacks that superstar. Um, it doesn't mean that it doesn't have star players. and if Jaco if stays, which I you know expect him to, um, you know, this is his team. I expect to see more from Mikitarian. I expect to see Pedro uh, contribute to the team. If we get Smalling, and I expect to get Smalling, I I want that guy to also be a leader for this team. It's it, it, as you just said, this is a season that is going to be all about um, you know emotional stability and and character. They need to you know they need to show uh, that they have what it takes. Okay, so I think too this is an opportunity for
0: Pellegrini Andy to to really step up. People love to throw out the number of assists the number of key passes he's had. But I think if you watched him consistently, it was very clear that he lacked something. He lacked the consistency. He was ineffective quite often, or I should say not quite often. He was ineffective too often and too many critical points in matches. I think this is a chance for him to really shoulder more of the load, show a bit more maturity, step up a little bit, and be that player that I think many of us hope he can be are you expecting more from someone like him from this? Or do you think this is where somebody like the Pedros you just mentioned, like the Mikatarians, like the Jekos where the champions, the Capione of the dressing room, as we like to often refer to them as, is this where they're the ones that have to step up? Or is it both? Is it we need everybody now, the collective, to lift right. their level? Because I think Roma, particularly last season, Uh, after the winter break where we all remember that lull right in between January and March where the season was effectively lost right after Fiorentina it just fell apart and we saw things like young players Pellegrini um, having dreadful matches Paolo Lopez making mistakes Gianluca Mancini just making dreadful decision after dreadful decision is this now where we see perhaps the collective we all have to raise our levels now yeah
1: yeah, I think this is you know this is a combination of veteran talent, uh, you know, and, and youth because you have you know Roma made a strong statement, and um, I think this is, I, I believe this is, this was in the hands of Petrachi at the time, and if if so, I'm glad it was um, when they to- you know when they made that those three deals for Perez for VR and for ibanez that's a strong statement that you know we are in in these <laughs> desperate times where roma usually went for the greniers of the world um, they went for three young exciting talents uh, this is also a, a chance for them to contribute you know i expect it, it doesn't matter i ex- in this in a season like this one i still expect somebody you know one of those young players to to have the 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 breakout season I I really have a feeling that it could be VR, um, yes. But it, but it completely if, agree, right? But it feels like it. It feels like this is a player that wants to take his chance and make the best of it. Um, and and you know, it, or if it's Ibanes, then I'll be uh, even happier. And if it's Perez, I'll be in heaven. But it is also as you, as you just said, a good opportunity for Pellegrini. To, st- to step in, to finally be the guy, you know, because we always, on this podcast, we always talked about first about Zaniolo and then Pellegrini. And the way we spoke about them was so different that I would love to sit here and, and talk about how Pellegrini is doing well this upcoming season. Because he deserves it, but he has to, you know, he, he needs to work for it. And, and, and this if there is an opportunity, this is it. I think VR too, especially uh,
0: the things he said, the things he's done. Uh, He goes to play for Spain's under 21 side. And then just a couple of days later, he's participating in Roma's first friendly level of maturity for someone who's 21 years old that I love to see. He's saying the right things. He's doing the right things. So I'm very, very excited. That's where we're going to leave it, everybody. Please let us know how you feel about this whole Zanioro thing. Do you feel as if the season is over? Do you feel as if all hope is lost? Or do you feel a little, uh, not optimistic, obviously, that's probably too strong of a word, but are are you still somewhat grounded and not too, yeah, yeah, hopeful, not too devastated from this? Please let us know. As always, thank you for listening. We appreciate it. We will be back later in the week. Uh, So until we talk to you next time, ciao. Ciao.